It's a new day. Yes, it is. Wakey, wakey. Time to get up. Good morning, citizens. Up and at them. Rise and shine. This is your wake-up call, people. Come on. The coffee's on. We're going to get you guys circulating on Christian radio. I understand young people. I know what's hip. I know what's on. I know what's lit. I know what's fleet. I'm a nerd, and uh, I'm pretty proud of it. Rise and shine, nerds. You're tuned in to episode 473 of the Back Row Morning Show, proudly a part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. I'm Radio Matt, the station manager and a nerd culture missionary here at LTN. I'm a third-generation radio dude and a lifelong nerd. And I'm Mo, the chief cohort and crazy, here to bring the facts and fire to your day in need of some coffee. <laughs> Today on the show, five life lessons from Tim Burton's Batman. Also on the show today, CNN Minus. But first, today is Monday, May 2nd, 2022, and we got some holidays to celebrate. That's right. Today is International Harry Potter Day. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a big fan. Go play some Quidditch. <laughs> I'm Drink not a some butterbeer. I did watch all the movies within the last six months. Mila has just finished the second book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She, she, I thought that Topher was going to be our big Potterhead, but Mila has surpassed She's diving him. into it already. Like, just deep dive. Hugely. Hugely. <laughs> she got the entire collection from us for her birthday. And then just recently when we went home, we found out from my sister-in-law that they have done the first two books in like a pop-up, pop-up book form. Oh, weird. It's really cool. Yeah. It's very, like... They have the letter that oh. you get me. to go to yeah. Hogwarts. Yeah. In there. Super neat. <laughs> really, really neat. So anyway, April, Nick and April got those two books for her for her birthday. So she technically has the entire collection. Wow. Mm-hmm. I uh, I really wanted to like Harry Potter, at least the movies. Um, and there, there, there are parts in it that I do like. But not enough to sit down and watch the whole series again. No, oh, I love I love the movies. I think I was one and done. One and done with the Harry Potter movies. I love the movies. And then I'm glad I watched them. But I'm not not interested in doing it again. If you're even <laughs> the smallest of fans going to Universal yeah. and riding the Harry oh, Potter. Oh, I'm sure rides, that'll be dope, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I've seen specials on oh. like the food. That yeah. They make. I yeah, I wasn't ahead, terribly okay. impressed with the, the no. food. It was neat, and it was an overall, like, it added to the experience of yeah. it, but there's I mean, it better is kinda, food. It is kind of based on British cooking, so. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's all you need to know, really. Yeah. All right, mm-hmm. what else we got today? Uh, it's also National Truffle Day. Mm. I enjoy a good truffle. I don't. <laughs> and it's The Rock's birthday. If you smell. What The Rock is cooking. <laughs> That's a national holiday now. <laughs> the Rock's birthday. Bubba and I were talking about The Rock. I mean. We were talking about like leaders. Is it a national holiday? <laughs> no. Oh. I looked and but I was like, on, but it doesn't say. But it's on our list of holidays where I get all our holidays from. And they're like, there's no other birthdays. I never see other birthdays. But The <laughs> Rock's birthday is on here. So well, apparently yeah. that counts. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bubba and I were talking about leaders. Um, like natural born leaders. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other day. And 
he just brought Y'all up we're talking about the rock. That? Yeah, that's right. so nice. They brought up the rock. He's all like, "There's some, there's some people that like run for president, and like, there's no way I'm ever going to vote for them." And then the rock, who has never been in anything political, will come up and say, "Yeah, I'm going to run for president," and I see myself saying, "Yeah, I could vote for him," because he's just got this natural leadership, this natural confidence, and like he makes you, he makes you feel like you're uh, a fan of his already. Even if you never saw him wrestling, didn't grow up with him in that. Like, the way he, his charisma and, and character come through, it's like, yeah, I trust him immediately. Can I, can I say something? <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> I apparently have been, like, skewed just simply because of Trump <laughs> and Will Smith. Like, I'm, no, I'm not just going to blindly vote for any celebrity ever again. Never. I can't trust them. Just when I think that I like them, they go and do something crazy. And then I'm like, really? That's true. Well, Oriole even here says, uh, I trust him with the XFL. He bought the XFL after it has failed to launch two different times. It's had two different failed seasons. And The Rock buys it, and suddenly, like, yeah, okay, it's going to be good now. Like, we all believe that, even though it hasn't even officially started. Like, everyone's like, okay, third time's a charm. The Rock's in charge. I don't know why. I don't know why that gives us that. Uh... Y'all are crazy. <laughs> but I agree, Oriel. I agree. How was your weekend, Mo? Uh, really kind of cool, actually. My weekend was pretty cool. Um, Good to know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, how no, was yours, I, Matt? No, I wasn't cool. No, how was yours? It's fine. Go ahead. It's all right. You obviously want to talk more than I, I do. I really don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my son is officially part of the eSports state champs for New Mexico. It was so dang cool. It was pretty amazing to watch. Yeah. I'm glad that they live streamed it and they did a good job. Yeah. Had a cool, like, I guess they were students training to be commentators. Yeah. Yeah. And that was really neat. Mm hmm. Uh, but yeah. Um, watching them win that Smash tournament pretty, pretty handedly, too. Like, that first, they lost one round, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. They lost yeah. the first round. And then Topher came up. And just wiped the floor with the opponent. Mm -hmm. The opponent didn't get one kill mm -mm. the whole time. <laughs> and I'm glad you're saying this so it doesn't look like I'm like tooting my son's horn and exaggerating anything. Right. And then, um, so it came one to one. They had to have a, a, a third round. The other guy, what's his name? Oh, David. David, I thought so. David got up and... And that was a close, like, mm -hmm. at first it felt like, oh, gosh, they're, they're a little evenly matched. I don't like this. Yeah. Uh, but he pulled it out, too. And, uh, yeah, it was really neat to see them state champ 5A state champs. Like, uh -huh. This is the top tier. They did fantastic. Yeah. Like, it was neat to watch. I'm glad I got to sit there. And it was really cool. Like, you posted about this in long form, but it was really cool that there were a bunch of LTN people there yeah. cheering on Clovis, even people that have never been to Clovis, mm -hmm. just because they're so invested in Topher mm -hmm. um, through the community. Mm -hmm. Really neat to see. It is. So, all of that said, and I don't know that LTN really realizes, because, yeah, it's, it's a big deal to me, and it's a big deal to Topher, you know, but... Having his entire team there and they're watching all the chats come in, mm -hmm. you know, and 
they're like, oh, they know that. So Topher doesn't always go by Toffee, but right. on LTN he goes by. That's what he's that's, known yeah, that's his as. Yeah, tag here. Um, and so it wasn't long before most of his team was like, oh, Topher, Toffee. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. So they're seeing all these comments rolling in for Toffee, mm-hmm. and Topher said that he had a couple people who were like, who are all those people watching? <laughs> and that just opened up a door for Topher to talk about LTN. Yeah. You know, and you can't open up a door to talk about LTN without talking about Jesus, mm-hmm. which as silly as it sounds to say, but it warms my heart. It makes me really proud, you yeah. know, to just know that it's just a foot in the door. <laughs> it, it's an open opportunity for him to share the gospel. That was really cool. Yeah. So <sighs> anyway. Yeah. We, uh, we've had a few staff meetings, a couple staff meetings since uh, that happened. And yeah. he's been talked about a lot. Yeah. Just so you know, behind Aww. the scenes. Yeah. So he's a everyone's pretty cool kid. really excited about it. Yeah. <laughs> he's a pretty cool kid. Um, and everyone's very excited that y'all are coming to LTNCon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just as a, a tease there. I just want to say, like, <laughs> I never really envisioned myself being this advocate for gaming. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. You had a whole controversial thing happen, too. Well, and then Tipton, Andrew, ends up messaging me because there is a coach, a powerlifting coach in the state of New Mexico, mm-hmm. who has gone on almost all of the gaming, the esports pictures and posts and said something negative. Really? And his profile picture and his cover picture are both pictures from him at his state champion, state championship for powerlifting, whatever, holding up the banners and the awards and blah, blah, blah with his whole team. But you're on another sport and you're bashing the sport because it's not really considered a sport. Oh, so, yeah, Andrew and I have been messaging <laughs> back and forth about this coach. So, you know. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway. It's been loads of fun. Still. All overall, it can't kill the fact that that was a fantastic event uh, with a really cool outcome. It was really fun to watch. For um, sure. Yeah. So uh, you, you, you had a showing. Of of your your son, uh huh. I have showing of my son. Aww, uh, your firstborn also. And yeah, in Aww. his uh, kids play at the church, they uh, they put on a play. They they they've done they've done this play a few times, but they did it again. Go go Jonah, which is oh, that's a good yeah, one. It's like you're in a you're in a museum of the Bible or whatever, and they're telling the story of Jonah throughout it. Uh, my son got to be Jonah. Uh, but Jonah doesn't have a lot of lines, so I'm not really excited that he got to be Jonah. Because I think he would have been really good with one of the more vocal parts. But what was really cool, <laughs> but what was really cool um, is that two years ago, he had the biggest stage fright, like up through his whole childhood, but up till about two years ago. Anytime there was any kind of little performance or anything, or even like going up and getting an award for a wana or whatever, he like started crying. Aww. When he got it, when he was like trying to go up to the stage and they ran back to his mom, Aww. I'm like, oh, this kid's got massive stage fright. And he didn't have a shred of that uh, at this play. Did fantastic. Also, like he's not been traditionally the best singer uh, as a kid. How the like, heck did that on, happen? Keeping on tune. Right. I know. This is, this is a weird thing. But uh, he's coming into it. 
So he did have one solo part of a song, and he nailed it. And hey. it was great. Aww. And I was like, wow, wow. That was highly impressive. Um, but uh, it was it was kind of it was kind of bittersweet. Um, they had started working on this play almost three years ago, you know, before COVID hit, and they had been working on it for a few months, and then COVID hit, and things got canceled, and uh, we've had two years of students getting older, and so moving out of it, and so they had to recast the whole thing and start it from scratch. Mm. But it's bittersweet because when you know this started working on it was. My mother-in-law, mm. who was largely leading it, had and, been leading it for years, and had yeah had been basically started it with uh, w- along with Desra, our uh, former pastor's wife, and so that was kind of it was kind of dedicated to her at the end. And Deidre got up after the play and just immediately started crying. Didn't oh. even didn't <laughs> didn't get a word out. Like stood up and like. Ah. I'm like, oh, this is going to be long. It's going to be long and difficult. <laughs> but she got through it. Uh, it was really good. Um, it was a, it was a, a good memory. <laughs> it was a good memory, though. Good memory and uh, fun stuff. Awesome. Except for I had to run the sound. And that's been like my steadfast rule since joining this church on staff. Yeah. So I will not run the sound for the <laughs> the kids' plays. You will not? I will not. Why? Because I, I, I don't like the pressure. Like, it's already a, like, a on-the-edge thing of, will the kids get it all right? I don't like the pressure of being the one having to, because it's, cause it's never an easy setup. It's always some weird split track thing where you have to, like, type in all the numbers on a freaking remote control uh, it just, I mean, it never works easy. It's not just a play next, next, next. It's not how it goes. And so I, I, I have refused to do it and they've always had to find somebody else to do it. And they've always had somebody else to do it. Uh, they've had like two people that they rotate between that they love doing it. And then Deidre just forgot flat out to ask them. And I never asked cause I assumed that she would have done what they've done every year. And uh, it's like the week before. It's like, hey. <laughs> um, you know by that, the way. You know, you know that thing your spouse does? Just, hey. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I know this so, is probably going to cause a bit of tension, but. <laughs> <laughs> I screwed up. I know it. And I need you to save my butt. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's take a break here. When we come back, we've got your weird news for the day. Stick around. Hey, everyone. I'm Brittany Lockland, and this is Reviews of the Nerds. Today, I'm sharing my spoiler-free first impressions of the new Marvel series, Moon Knight. Moon Knight first appeared in Marvel Comics in August 1975 in Werewolf by Night number 32, and has since then gone on to span several solo series, including an anthology series, Moon Knight, Black, White, and Blood, that is being released with the current Disney Plus show. We are first introduced to Stephen Grant, a gift shop worker at a museum in London who seemingly has an ordinary life except for chaining his ankle to his bed every night before he goes to sleep. 
But things don't stay ordinary for very long as Stephen starts experiencing blackouts and winds up in places he has no recollection of going to. What follows from there is the gripping, mind-bending, and heartbreaking journey of Mark Spector as he navigates the life he has made and the one he has made as Stephen Grant, all while dealing with trauma and the dissociative identity disorder that was born from it. Episode 5 in particular is one of the most powerful and emotional things Marvel has ever produced, continuing to prove that Marvel is expanding and transforming the cinematic universe they have created for their heroes since the era-ending Avengers Endgame. If you have enjoyed the Marvel series on Disney+, and particularly WandaVision and Loki, then this will be another one you will most likely enjoy, as it is another series that follows the trend of breaking the mold and pushing the boundaries of what a superhero movie or series has to be. The series overall has some dark themes it deals with, such as trauma, mental health, and plenty of killing, so if you're watching with little ones, please be aware that some scenes may be too intense for them. However, the show not only has the epic action sequences and com classic comedy you come to expect from Marvel, but also provides some incredible storytelling and interesting conversations to be had with your family. While this review is coming out before the final episode is aired, I can honestly say that Moon Knight is my favorite of all of the Marvel series so far, just when I thought Marvel couldn't get any better. The story is out of the box and fascinating, the music is top tier, and Oscar Isaac's performance is full of warmth, vulnerability, and range. In my opinion, his acting is award-worthy, as he does some things not many actors can do, or do well. I promise this series is worth the time you invest in it, as this last episode left me reeling from the emotions and wrenched out of me. Here's hoping the final episode will stick the landing and elevate the Marvel Cinematic Universe to heights it hasn't been at before. I'm Brittany Laughland, and remember, before you go to sleep every night, be sure to chain your ankle to the bed, just in case. Morning show. I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. And hey, make sure you're following us on all the socials. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Just search for at the back row LTN and connect with us. And now it's time for Mo's fact of the day. <laughs> Before he was branded with the tough guy persona and fittingly strong wrestling name of The Rock. Dwayne Johnson had a very different kind of nickname growing up. When he was about six months old, he was with his godparents, and his mom asked if his diaper was wet. His godmother responded, no, he's just a little dewy. The moniker stuck and was often used to embarrass him around his friends and girlfriends. That's hilarious. Dewey. Little dewy. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. But now it's time for SSA News. We're going to share a weird news story with you and build a white answer card for a future Sunday School Answers pack. So it's been no, uh, I mean, I'm sure you've heard about CNN Plus. Mm -mm. Have you heard about it at all? Uh -uh. Its existence? Okay. Yeah. Mm -mm. Well, CNN, the, um, the, 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 the once beloved uh, 24-hour news source. The first one that uh, has had kind of a bad rep these last few years poured, I think, $30 million into starting their own streaming service, CNN Plus, which was featuring this whole host of original content uh, spanning beyond news as well into, like, food and travel type things and, and all this. And they, uh, they launched roughly a month ago 
And within three weeks, they canceled it. Three weeks time. And uh, <laughs> why? What happened? Well, see, the numbers here, they, they, they estimated that there would be 29 million hardcore fans of CNN that over the next three years or so would pour in to this streaming service. But they expected a large portion of that to start pretty much right away. Uh, at the three-week mark, they had, uh, I think it was 129,000 people there. And most of them were getting a free trial through a, through a, uh, an app service. Uh -huh. They had less than 10,000 people watching per day. Wow. Which is so minuscule mm -hmm. that <laughs> the new parent company of CNN, which is Discovery, was like, you know what? Let's just pull the plug on that right away. But the funny thing was, is that Discovery, because they've been they've been in this deal to acquire Warner and, and you know CNN is a part of that. Mm -hmm. They've been in this deal for a while uh, because of the way our 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 rules are set up with acquiring companies. Mm -hmm. You're not if you haven't if the deal hasn't officially gone through yet. You can't like demand the company that you're buying do anything. Yeah. And so they couldn't come out and say, do not launch the service. Nobody wants this. This is going to be a massive failure. They could not do that. But for months and months, they've been going out. Uh, people from Discovery have been interviewed about it and asked about it. And they've always been saying, well, it doesn't really sound like a great idea. <laughs> I don't know how that's going to go, really. We'll yeah. see. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> we'll see. I don't know. And uh, yeah, so it shut down. Uh, yeah, they had a, a, a hundred and fifty thousand subscriptions, roughly, uh, a little over two weeks in. Um, most of that was without CNN Plus being on Roku, one of the country's largest small TV platforms. Um, while CNN executives saw that number as a success, Discovery executives did not. And uh, yeah, it's a bummer because. I mean, they did pour a lot into it. They poured a lot into it. They brought a lot of people on. They made this big deal uh, with all these new shows and all these hosts leading them. And and uh, to have it pulled out at the last second or, you know, barely getting over the, the starting mm -hmm. line. Right. Uh, that's, that's rough. And, you know, you don't want to celebrate people losing their jobs or anything like that. CNN is doing the right thing uh, by paying them. Uh, they're either paying them a certain salary until they can find them another position within the CNN organization, or if they choose, they'll give them like a six months severance. Okay, which is a, a great yeah a great thing yeah and will not be cheap either. <laughs> but at least they're doing the right thing by their employees there. Yeah, uh, but like we had, there were people that left other networks to come to be a part of this. Like, um, it's. Like it was, it was supposed to be this giant thing, and it just did not, did not get to where they wanted it to get. Uh, Interesting. Slow enough that they had to just 
But I mean, like like I said, Discovery <laughs> executives knew it. Most people who knew that this was coming said the exact same thing. No, nobody wants this. <laughs> who, who is who is this for? Nobody wants this. You think you really have uh, twenty nine million super fans that care enough about you on their cable to then pay more to watch more of you? And uh, yeah. They were wrong about that. For everybody listening on the radio, no, Matt did not hold up his pinky to his mouth and do million, but I did. <laughs> Just so you know. 29 million subscribers. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I could hear. You uh, emphasized million emphasize in the it. same way that, what, what was his name? Dr. Evil. Oh my gosh. I, it's been a long time since I, I watched was, it. I was proud of you, you for the reference. You've got to turn your phone off. And um, almost five hundred <laughs> episodes. Uh, almost five hundred episodes, and I still can't turn my phone off. What the heck? What the? Oh, what? okay. I'm getting an update on the fire. There's a fire in our town. Um, <sighs> we've told this to our Twitch chat, but. Uh, now you get to hear it too. Um, but apparently I just got a message that, uh, over the scanner firemen are returning to their quarters. So it must be completely out now. Awesome. So, yay. Woo-hoo. It was uncomfortably close to my house. So it was. And I mean, it's been going for almost four hours. Yeah. It's been a while. Oh no, more than that. Cause I got my first, uh, picture of it at two o'clock. Really? Yeah. Okay. So it's been at least... Wow. Then, all right. All so that, from a vehicle. <laughs> so that brings us to our white answer card of the day. The answer card we'll be adding to our future expansion deck of Sunday School Answers is paying from the premium version. Paying so far for. Mm-hmm, yeah, paying for the premium version of something I could hate for free. <laughs> this has been SSA News. I'm reading your line again. What is wrong with me? Why can't I not read your line there? <laughs> This has been SSA News, sponsored by BackRowGames.com. I could care less about the phone notification thing. What is it about this line that is not separated from anything? You really want to read it. I want to read it. Every single time. Listen, next time when you're that far in, just... Just finish it. Just finish it. Yes. (laughs) Man. All right, let's take another quick break. When we come back, we dive into our main topic. Stick around. We here at Love Thy Nerd emphasize intentional community. Join our Facebook group by searching Love Thy Nerd Community. And if you not only like us, but, you know, like us like us, you should join our Discord server at lovethynerd.com slash Discord. We've got game lobbies, focused chat channels, spoiler rooms, and a whole bunch of niche nerdiness. Bottom line, we want to hang out with you. Come join us. LTN Radio. Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show. I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. And remember that we air our full morning shows first exclusively on LTN Radio, LTNOnAir.com, every Monday through Thursday at 8 a.m. Eastern with an encore at 10 a.m. But if you miss a day or just can't catch the show live, you can find our four full shows and our weekly main podcast by searching the Back Row Morning Show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all the podcast apps. Subscribe, rate five stars, and leave a review. Or don't. 
we're not your parents, and we won't be mad. Just disappointed. This week, we're talking about Batman. We're going to take a look at the movies from the most successful Batman movie franchises and pull life lessons from them. <laughs> life lessons. <laughs> now, caveat here for you persnickety people. We're, we're talking live action. There are amazing and popular animated Batman movies. And yes, there was also older Batman actors, too, in live action. But for Mo and I, born in 1985... Tim Burton's Batman was the first Batman of our generation. And each day, we're going to look at a different Batman. Today, we're looking at Tim Burton's Batman, played by Michael Keaton. <clears throat> so let's go to lesson number one. Don't be afraid of the dark. Batman, in those first two movies, was lighter on the action sequences than we're used to today. With superhero movies, mm -hmm. uh, it was heavier on the brooding dark figure lurking in the shadows. Mm -hmm. uh, the lesson really here is use the darkness to do good. Mm -hmm. And uh, there will be further lessons that kind of touch on this as well. But essentially, you know, God tells us in the Bible that he can turn darkness into light. Mm -hmm. That once that things that were once covered in darkness will be made light also like so use that to your advantage. Yeah. <laughs> Simple way to start. Mm -hmm. And a perfect way to start. I really don't think that there's much to add, honestly. <laughs> but it is a perfect, I think, for a, a little kid, mm -hmm. it's a good analogy. You know, don't be afraid of the dark. Look at Batman. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? All right. The next lesson is be a strong, silent type. Batman at his best... Uh, is silent and mysterious. It evokes power, but it also causes everyone around him to keep talking. When Batman does speak, he speaks with power and in, and he is informed by everything he has already listened to. Mm -hmm. So essentially the lesson, lesson here, talk less, listen more. Mm -hmm. um. <laughs> coming from, I mean, coming from morning show talk talk show hosts <laughs> telling people to talk less seems um hypocritical <laughs> okay but i will say this not for you but for me <laughs> um this is the most that you talk regularly uh, honestly yeah yeah you're right uh-huh i don't normally talk this much in a normal day you do kind of take in whatever others around you are saying. And when you speak, people typically tend to listen because we know, oh, Matt's about to say something. It's important. It needs to be heard because you don't just talk to talk. Whereas the other person in this room <laughs> often talks to talk <laughs> and therefore doesn't get heard a lot. And so when she is saying things that are of importance and she knows she's not being listened to, it makes her very angry. <laughs> uh, next. Well, I mean, before we move on, I mean, it's also about making sure that we are fully informed with everything. Because mm. I think we are as a society too quick to speak 
especially like with, you know, not necessarily speak out loud even, but like social media, mm-hmm. like social media has driven this, this bad habit even further and that we are very quick to throw our opinion out on something before actually taking in the bulk of the information. Mm-hmm. There's too many times where we see one person posts something and it's their side and their interpretation of how something went or how something is being presented. And you're like, well, yeah, yeah, I agree with that. And you type out your whole tirade about how, of course, but then later on, you hear the other you side, you hear the other side and you realize, oh, this was either a misunderstanding or it was out of context uh-huh. or a thousand other things. Or, you know, I can actually see both sides. Right. And, uh, then you're faced with a, a new dilemma. You can either type in that thing, admitting that, oh, you know, when I first heard about this, I thought this, but this and that. But that's not what you're going to do. No, you're going to so delete your So your other two your options is go back and delete your comment on the original <laughs> thing. Or what a lot of people tend to do, crazily, is just double down. Even though they can see the other side, they're like, you know what? I can understand what you're saying, but here's the deal. I'm already entrenched in my opinion. (laughs) And so if we were to, I mean, it's been maybe a year and a half or so, almost two years that I've kind of stopped posting on Facebook. Yeah. Like I will comment very occasionally on personal posts. Yeah. They're usually yours. Yep. And um, everything else is just focused on the Facebook group. Yeah, you won't even share my posts. No, because I don't want anybody to look for my content. I'm not trying to post content in the normal feed because I don't want. That's not where I want to spend my life. And I'm not judging you for doing that because you actually care about it and I don't. (laughs) (laughs) Sounded very judgmental. (laughs) No, 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 no. I meant you put care into it. You have a lot of people who like rely on your posts and you have family that are all, you know, over the the country and you have all this. I, you know, all my people are here. Everybody who cares about me is here. Everybody I care about is here essentially. And even then I don't want all them knowing all my business. That's fair. <laughs> uh, you're right. I did word that poorly and I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> but I will say when it comes to like reacting to things, because I've also taken that kind of sabbatical from Twitter as well. Mm. And Twitter is more about strangers and you're much quicker to jump on a bandwagon against strangers um, on Twitter and things of that nature. And since I've stopped doing that, I found myself a, a lot calmer throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Like I will see things that make me upset, but I don't immediately jump onto Twitter to see what everybody's saying. Yeah. Which I used to do all the time just so I could find the right people to yell at. I'm like, this is uh, this ain't it. This ain't it, fam. This ain't the way to go. It's uh it's it's a it's about the mindset that I guess your uh, social media usage puts you into. But I mean the same thing like I'm a quiet person so that doesn't happen to me that often in public in real life mm-hmm. but um it sure happens to a lot of people where they just can't close their mouth <laughs> when presented with an opportunity to give their opinion and that's dangerous that's a dangerous way to live and a quick way to lose a lot of friends can i okay i was really quick to 
throw myself under the bus, but I just had a realization that I've I've done a little bit of growth, and so I kind of want to toot my horn. Is that okay for just two Absolutely. seconds? Absolutely. Toot away. Okay. <laughs> As you were just talking, and you said that there are a lot of people who say things just to say them, mm-hmm. it all of a sudden hit me that, yes, I very much used to be that person, mm-hmm. but I... A lot of times now, if I don't know something and somebody's talking about it and they'll ask me my opinion, I have got to a place where I'm like, you know, I just don't know. I'm not, I'm not sure. And even in my Facebook posts, I take time to actually look into whatever it is that I'm posting about. You know, just the other day when I did the whole esports post and I looked up, okay, well then what is the definition of sport? Mm -hmm. You know? How long has chess been a sport? (laughs) I took the time to kind of really look and make sure that what I'm saying is worth saying and is accurate in what I'm saying. You're right. You have done that. I've grown a little. Yeah. Now if I could just keep my mouth shut altogether. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Third lesson. Balance your personalities. Oh, man. This is hard. (laughs) (laughs) So Michael Keaton's Batman was great, but so was his Bruce Wayne. Uh, one can't exist without the other, and ideally, both should be portrayed correctly. And so the lesson here is balance your life. Don't live in a nonstop, serious, workaholic lifestyle. Give yourself time for fun and for rest as well. Hmm. Uh, that's something that I have to continually remind myself of because I am, I'm probably working more now on a continual basis than I have at any other point in my life. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like most of my day is spent in my home office and almost every evening is spent either working at the church or working on LTN stuff. And I'm usually up until midnight or so long before ever or long past everyone else has gone to sleep getting stuff done. Um, It's not at a pace that I can't keep up with it for the most part, unless I'm throwing a thousand other, you know, one-off things that I have to do on a Sunday. Mm -hmm. Um, But it is to the point where I'm realizing, you know, I'm not taking enough time to just go play Mario Kart with the kids. Yeah. You know, and so I have to force myself to step away from all this for a while. Mm-hmm. Let's go spend a few hours with the family. This will still be here when I get back. Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> I think that that's kind of what we see in different incarnations of the, you know, the Batman character is that. They kind of walk away from the Bruce Wayne life and they're just living in mm-hmm. the Batman character, you know, trying to do as much as possible. Um, and it's always detrimental. Right. To the plan. Yeah. It, I mean, do you have a problem with that? No. <laughs> no, I'm ready to play. I'm ready to rest. Oh, right no. Now. No. So actually, <laughs> I thought that you were saying, do I have a problem with? What I said? Yeah. No, okay, sorry. Mm-mm, I don't have a problem with what you said. <laughs> what you said is 100% accurate. It's weird because we both are in this stage of our lives where we're both working more than we ever have, mm-hmm. which a lot of times makes recording kind of difficult here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then our families are also both in very busy seasons, mm-hmm. you know, as the other four people in our households are also doing and, and growing and 
you know, having their own schedules. And so trying to work around all of that while still continuing to uphold obligations and while still resting is difficult. Yeah. It is, it is incredibly difficult to balance all of those things, but necessary. Mm-hmm. Um, lesson number four, don't be preachy. <laughs> so why are you making this list? <laughs> That's a good point. That's a solid burn there, Mo. Uh, superhero movies and all media, really, have been slipping more and more into trying to send a bigger inlaid message of some social or political statement. Uh, Batman, at least 1989 Batman, focused simply on the battle of good versus evil. And so... I use this as a lesson of don't get too amped up about politics or secondary doctrines of faith. In the end, this is about good versus evil. You don't need to be a specific political party, denomination, live a specific lifestyle, etc., to come to Christ. That is goal number one, bringing people to Christ. Mm-hmm. Everything Amen. else, secondary. Yes. Yes, 100%. Good versus evil. I was having a conversation with our friend Tamara the other day, and it was probably a 10-minute conversation. Could have been a 10-minute conversation that turned into like an hour and a half conversation. (laughs) Because it just started out with her saying, you know, we're all on the same team. At the end of the day, we are all on the same team. And if more people could just realize that and understand it, then the world would run a lot smoother. Mm -hmm. And yes, we would still continue to have our differences of opinions and, you know, what you view as right and what I view as right and the different lines that are drawn in the sand. Fine. But when we consider the fact that we are all on the same team and we're all working together, it makes those lines a little less bold. Yeah. And that's not always a bad thing. Mm-hmm. You know, when there are specific bold lines drawn around certain areas, that makes it very difficult for for people to come to a common ground. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Even to work together, mm-hmm. it makes it difficult. Yeah. All right. And our last lesson from Tim Burton's Batman is live the source material. Tim Burton famously had stacks of comic books on set to ensure that he was doing right by the source material when filming Batman. Keep the source material within, in your heart, all around you, to ensure you are doing right by God. Mm. Hide hide God's word in your heart Mm -hmm. so that when you grow, you might not sin against God. think of our topic this week? Is there something we got wrong? Something we forgot? We would love for you to give us an earful. Join us at backrowdiscord.com and message us in the Respond to Show channel. Message us on the socials at the Backrow LTN or leave us a voicemail by calling 575-562-8052. What's up, nerd? Are you enjoying this podcast? Well, the audio enjoyment doesn't end there. Tune in to LTN Radio for the best Christian rock, rap, pop, and indie 24-7. 
Not to mention a whole network of podcasts, shows, specials, and shorts, many of which air on LTN Radio before they're available anywhere else. Join us at LTNOnAir.com to see our schedule, stream our station, and download our app. LTN Radio. Welcome back to the Backroom Morning Show. I'm Mo. And I'm Radio Matt. Before we go, we want to share our poll for the week. Oh, dang it. I didn't change that. Yeah, I was going to say, this seems a bit so, familiar. Uh, we're talking about Batman this week in the uh, in the main topics, of course. And uh, we'll be doing that all week long. And so I thought we would ask a question based on Batman. And I know we already did a Batman Superman question last week, but hey. This is different. This, this is, is this just is totally Batman. This is totally different. So, we're asking which movie Batman is the best, and we're giving you four answers. We did not add Adam West. I understand some people have a real soft spot for Adam West. Ew. But I'm, I'm, we're going with the ones that have been around since we've been born. Okay. 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 I've got the Burton Keaton Batman, uh, the Nolan Bale Batman, which is the Dark Knight trilogy, the Snyder Ben Affleck Batman, or the current... Reeves, Pattinson, Batman. Oh, gosh. What do you you think was the top one? (laughs) I really, it's going to pain me to say it. Because me personally, it's Bale, 100%. Okay. Hands down. But I'm pretty sure the majority is going to say Affleck. You thought the majority was going to say Affleck? Yeah. Affleck got 3.2%. Okay, good. <laughs> good. I told you it was going to pain me to say it. Christian Bale got 63.5%. That's right, because yeah. he's the best. That was pretty good. Michael Keaton came in second with uh, 20.6%, and the current Pattinson Batman at 127 Okay, but which... I really do think that that's only because a lot of people m- may not have seen it still. Yeah, I, I mean, it's, he's brand new. Yeah. Brand new, and uh, yeah, I was about to say, that's a little unfair to him because he's so new. Yeah. Um, but it was, uh, it was a good movie. Man, it was so good. Uh, and uh, Oriole in our chat is saying, yes, we forgot about the Lego Batman, Will Arnett. <laughs> Probably my favorite, honestly. Will Arnett is is uh, a national treasure. But, uh, yeah. Hey, there's a new, with... did you see the new movie that's coming out? Oh, there's it's a, there's Superman and Batman, and it's cart. It's animated. Oh yeah, Super Pets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Uh huh. That's gonna be fun. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's end with our verse for the day. Our verse for the day is First Timothy four twelve. Don't let anyone think less of you because you are young. Be an example to all believers in what you say, in what you live, in your love, your faith, and your purity. And that's going to do it for The Back Row with Matt and Mo. We hope you enjoyed our discussions and hope you'll join us again for our next show. Check out lovethynerd.com. It is positively jam-packed with articles, podcasts, and videos that cover a wide range of nerdy topics. And just like any ministry, we are largely supported by those willing to partner with us financially. As one of the newest staff members of LTN and a part-time nerd culture missionary, I'm looking to build my support team to help this radio station grow and help my family financially as I pour more focus into all I get to do for Love Thy Nerd. For more information, visit lovethynerd.com slash radiomat. Love Thy Nerd is a qualifying 501c3 nonprofit organization, and your gift is tax deductible. Once again, I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. And remember, if nobody else tells you, we promise it's true. Jesus Jesus loves loves you, nerd. nerd.